0: Hi everyone! Welcome to Accounting Makes Sense, an MJ the Tutor podcast. I'm your host MJ the Tutor. You may wonder why the podcast is starting off without its welcoming tune. This is to signify that today's episode is a repeat of a previous episode, which offered some tidbits from the OCS pre-scene. As you may already know, the pre-scene material for May is shared with August. So as we are dealing with the same pre-scene material, it goes without saying that the tidbits would remain the same. Anyway, I hope you've had a chance to read through the Precine material that has been out for a while now, and your exam preparations are going well. Here with the episode titled, Tidbits from the OCS Precine, May 2023. Hello, everybody. You're listening to Accounting Makes Sense, an MJ the Tutor podcast, and I'm your host, MJ. In this podcast, we are focused on helping accounting students all over the world by offering a quick warm-up on various accounting and business topics, hoping to generate bigger discussions and conversations around them. If you are studying the SEMA case study this session, then this episode is for you. For this episode, I'm going to offer a few tidbits on the operational case study for May 2023. A few months back, I started a podcast episode format where I offer tidbits on the pre-scene materials that have just come out. So these tidbits are like clues, for lack of a better word, clues into the world of the pre-scene company. For this pre-scene, SEMA just released the materials last week. So this is really a very quick and very fast insight into the OCS pre-scene. I've only had the weekend to read through it but here are some of my initial thoughts. A background information on this is that our pre company is a company called Trax Europe. They manufacture and sell tractors used for agricultural purposes. They are based in the fictitious European country called Thielen. Our first tidbit to share is the surprise information that this company is a wholly owned subsidiary of a larger company. The reason I say that this is a surprise is because most pre pre-scenes of the past have always been the parent company. And for this one, it's actually the reverse scenario. We have a company that is actually a subsidiary of another. And basically, we are just one subsidiary out of a lot in this group. We are in charge of a region in Europe. Our products are manufactured in t and sold in t and nowhere else. It's very siloed when you look at things. But something to note is that during the exam, something could come up where we may find ourselves being opened up to further global reach. We could be called upon to help another subsidiary and something of that sort. Just a tag on this tidbit a bit longer is to ensure we understand how parent subsidiary work or how subsidiary to fellow subsidiary work. Some of the parts that we need to manufacture the tractors are actually bought from another subsidiary in the group. So this opens up to questions about transfer pricing maybe, and interaction with that other entity in general. Our second tidbit is one on dealers. There seems to be a big reliance on having this middle person in the mix. Trax Europe does not deal with individual farmers as customers. They actually use dealers or the dealers network to work with the end consumers. The setup here is not uncommon. A lot of manufacturers in the real world tend to work with distributors or dealers to deal with the general public. And this is okay. But this type of relationship does bring about other considerations because they just have a little bit of nuance to them. Typically, the relationship will be more in tune with each other. There are incentives to get the dealers to promote your products, and you contract the dealers to help with servicing and repairing your products with the consumers. So I'd say that there almost should be a list of preferred Dealers for this, right? And who knows? It's not uh, mentioned on the pre-scene, but it could be there. And certainly, this dynamic relationship between the dealers and the manufacturer, or the track, or Track Europe, will likely be an exam topic. It's also interesting that the company is able to dictate the price of the product to the end consumer. So there is a note mentioning that the company and the dealer agree on a selling price, where the dealer just tacks on an agreed-to margin percentage. I thought this was really an interesting piece of information since it gives a lot of power in favor of the company instead of the dealers. The last tidbit is the one on the products, their pricing and costing. There are three different ranges of products, it goes from standard to better and then to best model. Something to note here, which is mentioned, is that the company employs a standard absorption costing. At this stage, it's unknown whether this is appropriate or that it works. What you need to understand is that typically, products which are better tends to have higher costs attached to them. So maybe perhaps a standard absorption approach is not really that suitable to find out what the real costs of the product ranges are. Additionally, some of the margins projected by the different product ranges may be off because of the standard absorption approach. Again, it's not wrong, but it could affect some of the costing numbers as well as budget numbers in the end if we ever find out that absorption costing is not really working for this company and they should actually utilize ABC, activity-based costing. Anyways, that is it for me today, I hope you found this episode helpful and maybe perhaps you had the same thoughts as me when it came to the OCS pre scene of May 2023. That's good since it confirms your hunches, and if you had some other different ones, then this is also good since it gives you additional food for thought. As always, thank you for listening to Accounting Makes Sense, an MJ the Tutor podcast. I am your host, MJ the Tutor. If you're keen to connect, to be updated with the arrival of the next episode of this podcast or find SEma resources online, please head on over to my website, www.mjthetutor.com. You can also hit subscribe on whichever platform you are using to listen to this podcast. If you want to connect with me on social media, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name MJ the Tutor. And I hope to see you again next time. Ciao for now!